Welcome to 5.5, the show where we watch 5.5 rated movies from IMDb and visit the side streets of Hollywood so we can give you reviews of hidden gems or terrible movies you should stay away from. So, Radio Popcorn, lean back and enjoy the show! You're listening to 5.5! Welcome back to another episode, and not just another episode, but the big season prim- premiere. Season premiere? The season ending. What's season it called? Finale. Season finale. Season finale, that's the word. <laughs> Thank you. The season finale. It's the last episode uh, of the season, and, uh, you know, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry yeah. Christmas. Uh, season's greetings. <laughs> Happy, Happy holidays. holidays. <laughs> there we go. I'm joined by a lot of people, as you can hear. And as usual, Amanda is with us. Ho, 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 hi. And also, <laughs> oh, hi. Also, ho, oh, hi to you, Tom. Oh, good day to us, sir. <laughs> Thank you. And right next to me, I have Birte. Happy holidays. Hi. And uh, my name is Martin Larsen. And... Uh, yeah, we, we have a very special episode because, you know, it's the holidays. Everyone wants something uh, fun to watch. So we did. Uh, our guest picked the movie. Our guest is Monica. How you doing? Hi, Marty. Jingle your bells. Oh, <laughs> always, <laughs> always jingle my bells. Good to know. Thanks for having me on to this great episode. Not at Thank all you. painful as the grain throw or something. <laughs> I don't even know was it you who picked this movie because I think you picked another movie that we couldn't we couldn't only you could find it somewhere so we could watch it. So I'm not sure. Did you pick this particular movie no. or, or was it just? I am totally innocent. I wanted a different <laughs> one, but then I was like, I can't make you watch a gay Christmas movie. Um, then I picked the other one, but now we ended up with that one. So here we are. Process of elimination really happened. You know, we got to do what we can find. There was a lot yeah. of work going on behind the scenes to actually make this episode happen. It almost didn't happen. And it could have looked very differently in some situations, but here we are. In this uh, timeline, it, it looks like this. This is it. This is exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, exactly. There is another yeah. timeline where we actually did watch, uh, I don't even remember the name anymore, that other movie that we shall not <laughs> ta- talk more about because we want to talk about this movie. So, lights, camera action, it's time for the synopsis. This month on 5.5, we watched The Night Before Christmas. A medieval English knight is magically transported to present-day America, where he falls for a high school science teacher who is disillusioned by love. So that's the movie that someone picked, and it's it. Tom, is is this like a story about your life? Because it's almost true, isn't it? You are English, you are a knight, and I mean Amanda is Canadian, so it's not one hundred percent true. But I guess I've been to Ohio. Yeah, there we go. I've been to Ohio as well. <laughs> People people have asked me is this a story about my life and i have had to tell them yes yes it is 100 <laughs> percent accurate this is based on my life and um how i actually came to be in no it's it's nothing nothing to do with me i have no affiliation with this film just want to put that out there before i thought we... you were going to claim your body was just as good as you know the actor's body like you know it is it's better um we should probably move on. We should probably Let's move on, already. Let's move on to the one sentence reviews. Is the one sentence review? Hello, 
I've never seen anything that is so good and so bad at the same time. A true Christmas movie with a true night. I can't believe I've watched this crap twice. Better than Game of Thrones season eight. And I totally didn't watch the Christmas version of High School Musical right now. <laughs> so there we go. We do have, you know, it, it does sound like we have a, a few different opinions about this movie. Um, but before we get to that, let's uh, talk about the crew. It's time to meet the crew. So Monica Mitchell directed this. Anyone ever heard of her? Never. No, but I just got felt totally called out when you said my name and I was like, what? What did I do? <laughs> so Monica, you you directed this movie. I did not. Isn't that right? I would never make it's a Monica Christmas with a K movie. as well. Just want to point yeah. that out. I there. saw it's... that. I was like, did, did Tom just misspell that when he sent me that? But no, it was actually no. a one, Monica with a K. And I'm just looking at the at the list now and I'm to be uh, known for Night Deposit, John Applejack, Ties That Bind and Break a Leg. And I don't know any of those movies. Never. Nope, not a thing. No, nope. I feel like Never. I feel like that is going to be a catchphrase in this episode of Five Point Five. But the main actor is very well known, right? So that was Vanessa Hudgens, and uh, she played Brooke. Uh, we know her from High School Musical. I think that's what everyone knows her from. Um, but she was also in Beastly, and um, also in Journey, and. I think I know her from a couple other rom-coms too. Like she's like this is not the first rom-com she's done, right? There are loads yeah. of Netflix. When I looked yeah. up the movie, I was like, "Oh, look at that!" Yeah, I think she's got the crown of like the princess of Christmas because um, obviously yeah. Candace Cameron Bure has the the title of the queen. Um, so I think Vanessa Hudgens has taken up the the princess title there. Huh. interesting. Maybe or absolutely not at all. <laughs> Our White Knight is played by Josh Whitehouse, and he plays the role of Sir Cole. He's known for Valley Girl, uh, Pol- Poldark, and Alley Cats. I have heard of Poldark. Um, I'm pretty sure that he plays a knight. <laughs> so you could he prepared extra. Yeah, he prepared <laughs> for this role. Up next, we have Emmanuel Shriki. <laughs> Why did I take this one? I don't know. Why did you? <laughs> you always get the good ones. What is it? Chiki? Chiki? Let Monica do this one. Monica's yeah, very Monica good at accents. One. Yeah. And accents, for sure. Yeah. Just because <laughs> I have one doesn't make me good at accents. But you Emmanuel, Shriki! Probably wrong, but... I, I, it's a shame that there's no uh, video to our podcast because I, I love the whole... Uh, you know, Italian the, the gesture, hand, the Italian hand gesture, and everything. <laughs> even though this was probably not even Italian, probably not Italian. <laughs> Emmanuel could be Italian. That's what brought me there. Either way, she played Madison, um, and she's known from Wrong Turn. Um, you don't mess with the Zohan and One Hundred Girls. You don't mess with the Zohan. I remember that movie. Not for anything good, but I remember. I haven't it. seen any of those movies. It's. You don't mess with the so on. Is, is that, That's an Adam Sandler. It, it isn't. A, yeah, it's an Adam Sandler. I'm pretty sure of it. So, yeah. Then it it, that says everything. That tells everything. Yeah. So it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on who you ask. <laughs> we just got to do a five. We just got to do a 5.5 check on that. Oh! Woo, 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 woo. 
somebody pushed the 5.5 alarm, you don't mess with the Zohan. It's a 5.5 film, so I know what our season opener is. You might see that in a future episode. <laughs> in a different Ooh. timeline. That's actually the one that we're actually are reviewing. <laughs> Next up, we have Ella Kenyon, who played the old crone. You might know her from Stan and Ollie, The Green Green Grass, and, funny enough, The Night Before Christmas. <laughs> what a surprise. Oh, there we go. She's known yep. for this movie. So she's really well known. I think she's done a lot of like British TV shows, is what I was getting from her page. And then they were like, oh, we need to... We need to cast some some English uh, lady for this role of the old crone. And there we go. Just probably got the call from her agent being like, you're, you're going to be on Netflix. And there we go. You know, out of all of the roles in this movie, and I said this to mom last night, I think that the role of the old crone was probably the most fun to play. To play. Yes. But the yeah. one with the worst costume. Well, oh, like, no, the best. Let's get into that totally later. Best. Totally the best. <laughs> I guess that's the crew. So let's jump in and into. Let's just jump into it and talk about talk about the movie. What do we think about that then? Brooke is a school teacher who doesn't believe in the happily ever after after her ex cheated on her. Meanwhile, Sir Cole is a British knight in 14-something who encounters a crone. This crone, with fabulous hair and the kind of eyebrows that are definitely not 13th century, sends him into the future to fulfill his destiny to be a true knight. He turns up at the Christmas market and soon enough encounters Brooke and her niece, Claire. After hitting him with her car, Brooke thinks he has amnesia as he tells her um, about the whole knight thing. And... Um, Feeling a bit guilty, Brooke takes him into uh, in and lets him stay in the guest house that she very conveniently has um, attached to her own house, and she helps him find his way around the modern world and also fulfill his destiny that the crone set to him. I feel like that that con- very convenient guest house in the bag is just an American thing, isn't it? American houses in my as I, I've never been to America, but it's just you know in in my head everyone has a huge house, probably with a guest house in the back. That's pretty normal, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, everyone's just eating hamburgers all the time. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Can we just get start off by saying what a what a wench the old crone is for sending Sir Cole into the future to 2019, one I year was... before 2020. <laughs> Fuck you, no, crone. Not even, Fuck not even, you. Not even, not even one year. Just like a month. Yeah, a it's month. Like, yeah. I was I was I was actually just for fun saying while we're watching the movie. Oh, he, he doesn't know what happens in three months. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the night before Christmas too. It's probably just so cold. Going, Take me back! Take me back! <laughs> that's where the phrase "stupid wench" came come from, because that's what happened in fourteen hundred. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, one thing that I could that I, I kept thinking about when when things happened was that. How how are people not more freaked out? So, for instance, when when the knight comes to from from the 1400s to the to the 21st century, how, how is he not freaked out? Because just, he was oh, wearing just... such beautiful clothes. True. Like all of a sudden, he was all super fancily dressed up because he got all the great stuff from the eggs, and I was and nobody can say no to a knight in 2020 <laughs> clothes. Basically, when you look like enough. that. And also when he when he uh, 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 disappeared in front of her eyes, 
she didn't freak out. She was just like, oh, he, he was a knight. I mean, it's just gone. Ready to go. Yeah. Oh, jumping straight to the end there, Marty. I mean, not even a spoiler warning there. Jeez. But well, I mean, like, also, he figured out how to use a TV remote by just lo- like her seeing her press on a button, and like he figured it out. So and he drove like, a car. He drove a car. The car. Oh, yeah. The car was the big one for me. The car was just like, no, like <laughs> you shouldn't have been able to to uh, ride that metal. But he defeated a lot of beasts in his time, didn't you hear? But that's actually not the thing that confused me the most. What confused me was how did she let him drive off when he started like all the things with the windshield wiper and stuff? I would have not given my key to this dude. Right, and also like he was a total stranger and he's like, Oh, can I borrow your car? And she's like, Sure. And I'm like, You've known him for twelve hours. Oh, that's I that's would... like the, the that's the American hospitality that I've heard Is so it? much about. <laughs> Because that's really the biggest problem in this entire story, that it is not realistic. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, nothing in this movie is realistic. Like, we've got I'm not far, sure if it's aimed to be realistic. Like, well, I, I mean, if, if they were, like, why did they use a Frisian horse in, like, somewhere England in the 14th century? Like, they, <laughs> like... I mean, that might just be me being a horse girl that I'm really upset about that. Like, I was really upset yes, about it that. Is. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> but like, they start like it starts in like so many, many, many details where like, like there was clearly like that was not the m- intention of the movie was not to be accurate in any yeah, we sort all, of when way. When we found that out, we almost just stopped the movie right there. That's no, how upset we all were. I was expecting big... Amanda to moan about the castles or something, or the clothes of medieval times, but there we go. We can moan so... about horses as well. Just, just while we're on the subject of the horse, because I, I like to go to the <laughs> trivia page on IMDB, <laughs> and I want to know if this is true, because uh, apparently to get the electric chemistry between the leads, uh, they went away together for a week of bonding. Unfortunately, Vanessa... Bonding. Unfortunately, Vanessa Hudgens couldn't make it, so it was just Josh Whitehouse and his horse. I want to know if that's true. (laughs) (laughs) And if not, why wasn't that the movie? (laughs) I mean, this horse came galloping to him when, like, he appeared somewhere, so, I mean, they clearly had a really close bond, right? I mean, right, because that couldn't have happened from... Like with cameras and all that. No, Monica, this was real life. Cool. Well, actually, the one thing that the one thing that would, and Amanda probably noticed this, the one thing that would just debunk this entire film: time traveling night. I can get behind that. Um, <laughs> him adapting to modern society. I can get behind that. The one thing, and Amanda's probably going to be all over this is the fact that Brooke and Cole went shopping at Giant Tiger in the United States of America. That's true. That's, And everyone is looking so blank-faced. That's and true. Here Giant is Tiger. The bomb gel. Giant Tiger is a Canadian store. There is not a Giant Tiger in Bracebridge, Ohio. However, however, there is a Giant Tiger in Bracebridge, Ontario, where this film was filmed. Boom. There we go. Boom. That is just knowledge you would not but get that, from other you know, movie review hey, podcasts. Hey, we already established this movie's about your life, Tom, and you're together with a Canadian, so obviously to sell it to the American market, they just said it was America. It all makes sense. It all makes sense to me now. Well, you do it have actually to also some of these explains stories. why people might have gotten lost in the snow. 
Mm. Well, you can do that in the U.S. too, but it makes a lot it's more sense. It's more likely in Bracebridge, to be honest. Bracebridge, Ontario. The thing that confused me a lot, okay, I and mean, I'm going back a little bit here to when he's riding the metal steed, okay? He comes from England, okay? And I know that there wasn't roads, but there was like a certain, you know, you ride your horse on, you know, the left side of the road. And the metal steed drives on the right side of the road. And he was just like, sure, whatevs. I'll crash it anyways, but like, no problem. And like having my own English knight who will not drive the metal steed in Canada because it's on the wrong side of the road, you know, that really is. He spelled right mm-hmm. wrong. Some might yeah, say that the, it's right. Yeah. You know, the right side of the road, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Well, not all of us are uh, quick to uh, jump into a metal steed and take it on a gallant adventure. But I mean, he did adapt. He did adapt with everything else. So I mean, he yep. was just quick at adapting to, you know, the right side. And, and how you know, is he not terrified of the airplane? He's like a metal dragon, and he was just like, no problem. And I'm like, that would have scared the shit out of me. He's a knight. He doesn't have fears. Oh, he was standing next to a Christmas tree. That's more terrifying than a metal dragon. <laughs> This Maybe. is why we invited Monica on the Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> I know. People giving gifts and being nice. <laughs> I can do that all year. I don't need the Christmas tree season for that. So since we have Monica and Amanda here as from Geek Hearing, um, I have a question. How did you feel about the diversity on this movie? Or like... Did you feel good about it? Were you feeling like it was a bit weird of like they have that token Asian dude and like a couple of black people, but like they were not really trying and di- really displaying diversity? I mean, <laughs> we talk about a movie where a knight from the 14th century time traveled to modern day America to help a little chemistry teacher out with her broken heart and have him ride weird horses and all shit like that. I don't think the movie aimed for diversity at all. That being said, I was excited that there was a mixed race couple in it um, when I saw it come up. So that's when I noticed I was like, oh, look, that's nice. And not a young one, but an older one. Yes, exactly. That too. There there was a line in the film as well that that made me think of Geek Haring a little bit because it was was when like one of the little girls asked her calls like, can girls be knights? And he was like, no. And then uh, like, um, Brooke was like, yes. And they both said like, yes and no at the same time. But I thought that was kind (laughs) of nice. Yeah. And then he didn't like get all stuck up about it. And he actually taught the little girl to sort of like showing that girls actually can be anything, including old English knights. (laughs) <laughs> old English knights. <laughs> old English knights can also be young English knights if they want to, but old English so, knights is what we're aiming for. So we have been nitpicking a little bit on a lot of all the small details and stuff like that. But if we if we go and look at the, the story, at the core of the story, um, there's, there's actually is a, a cute little story there, isn't there? It's a I Christmas a rom com. Hmm. I mean, what's your definition of cute? <laughs> I don't know. This movie. <laughs> No, but I mean, there is like something at, uh, like, you know, the whole that let's uh, give give to others who is not as fortunate as, as ourselves and stuff like that. So I do feel like, I mean, there is some 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 good good feels in this movie as well. I gotta say, because I I had a experience with this film about a year ago 
where it was on TV. Amanda and her parents were watching it, and I think I ended up just getting up and going to do something else because. Can confirm. It was like, what is this shit? Um, <laughs> but I don't know what twenty twenty has done. I don't know what twenty twenty has done to my black black heart. <laughs> I was sitting there, like watching this on the sofa with a blanket. I'm just I'm just watching this, and I'm like, you know what this. This actually doesn't feel too bad. Like I, I kind of agree with Marty. There's there's some there's a little bit of heart in this story. Like Sir Cole is is a is a is a kind-hearted chap, and yeah, he, he totally acts like he should he should have various forms of trauma and PTSD for time traveling from the 14th century straight into 2019, and how have you mentally cope with that? But if you ignore that, then great, because this is just like a really, really just nice little Christmas film about a time traveling knight uh, who falls in love. And then, you know, that, that there's there's some very much some cringe in this. I mean, there's a lot of cringe. It's 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 a cringemus film, basically. There is a it's lot of cringe, wrong. but there's also some bits where it just actually just made me chuckle out loud. Just from some of the lines that Sir Cole was coming off with, like I literally was just like, "That's actually made me laugh." I have actually laughed out loud. Like he's stuffing (laughs) bread rolls in the the middle of the supermarket down his gullet. Like that's making (laughs) that's making me laugh. And just when he was talking about like the ex boyfriend of like about this, uh, I've I've got I've got the quotes here. Where is it? Uh, Yeah. So basically, like Brooke 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 is keeping like old clothes of of her of her ex. And uh, like Brooks, like yeah, he's my ex. Don't see him anymore. Um, and she's like, yeah, he, he turned he turned out to be a real douche, as the kids say. And then Circle is just like, I see. Well, um, while you fetch the douche's garments, might I inquire as for a tub and a cauldron so I can boil some water for a bath? <laughs> I don't know, just stuff like that. I was like, that's 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 kind of amusing. I think I agree because um, I cried. I have to admit, I might have had some tears in my eyes when um, was it because they gave of the, the horse? No, it was not because of the horse. That was tears of anger. <laughs> no, yeah, like no, no. Um, the tears were actually for the um, night before Christmas when they give these gifts to the kids, and it's kind of cute. And because there were all these little gestures of kindness in this movie of like her little niece gives her gloves to her best friend because she doesn't have gloves and things like that and then the story develops towards that and I think it was a really nice gesture and well I, I like someone just caught a few onions on our sofa table I guess um, sorry that's what I do when I watch movies <laughs> I do um, think the love story was pretty shit like the love yes. story in itself was pretty shit it was lackluster it was like they just made Vanessa Hudgens 20 years older, which is basically what happened after High School Musical. And she still beha- treats it like a movie for 16-year-olds. That's kind of what the love story was like. But what I enjoyed was that kind of it meant that being a knight doesn't mean fighting other people to death. Being a knight means being courageous and being kind to the people in your community, which is what you you were saying with the, with and especially that people don't often see that people in your in your own community suffer and only sometimes when that comes out then we need to take care of the ones that are helping us even though they don't show it 
Um, and that was a nice thing that should have been more important in the story for me because that also in the end wasn't really why he was knighted but it was because of her and that was all just fucking weird because they just kissed like two 15 year olds and I'm not saying they need to honk each other all the time or whatever but that was just weirdish and yes high school musical 2.0 with a Christmas tree and a mistletoe but yeah and a time traveling night and a time traveling night and it didn't, wasn't quite as hot as Zac Efron, but yeah. Still yeah, decent enough. And I felt he was a bit of a, a kind of a poor Heath Ledger there in as a knight, but that's just me being really like, sorry, I like super wanted to watch A Knight's Tale after this, but I didn't have time. So, yeah. Let's watch a really good night movie. I definitely yeah. agree, though. Like, I think that the love story was the weakest part of this film, but because it's a cheesy Christmas movie and that's what you have to do but I think if you took it out it actually was a pretty good movie like I kind of feel like Vanessa Hudgens played the weakest character in the whole thing like it was everybody around her that actually made the movie somewhat Mm -hmm. decent and obviously circles epic one-liners um and just there there were some good ones um I feel like just take Vanessa Hudgens out and have the rest of the movie and it would have been quite good hmm even their kiss was fucking weird. Yeah, it was weird. But maybe that's be- why she. Be- maybe that's because she wasn't on that week long trip that they couldn't create chemistry, and that's why the kiss was so shit. Or Who knows? Never brushed his teeth <sighs> because oh, it's well, 14th yeah. century. Yeah, but he used the bathtub, so I suppose he would have. She would have told him or whatever. Never mind. I don't know. That's probably a for director's nice cut. Too. Director's yeah. cut. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't tell him here's a toothbrush. Oh my god, the picture isn't like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got over it, though, in the end they kissed, so... Yeah, Yay. somewhat. But yeah, I, I agree, the spark was definitely missing between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I really have to say is that the little niece was really cute. Um, mm. It's something that... That is also a repetitive theme with Vanessa Hudgens movies, right? Is there not that one other movie that is a Christmas movie where she goes to like Europe as a baker or something like that? Is that not mm-hmm. Vanessa Hudgens? Am I imagining that? It does like she goes to like her niece too, and then she finds like her twin who is a princess. Like, is that? A oh movie yeah, with I Vanessa saw the Hudgens? preview on Netflix. I saw the preview. Something yeah, about she... pre- it's called Princess Something or something. Yeah. So, um, like, is that called there, the Princess she... Switch? Yeah, yeah it could probably, be. probably. That's the 6.0. Yeah, apparently there was a few. Uh, actually, there was an Easter egg for the for uh, a few Netflix films. Yeah, because um, in that one, she also has a niece, and she also like finds her, you know, prince, and you know, um, it's kind of like there's a lot of overlap there. But that one actually, they did have a little bit more spark than in this movie, so that was pretty disappointing. That's a six. How can a grown-up well, woman so. still make movies that are in 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 their core made for seventeen-year-olds? That's a bit weird. But do you think well, she decides but that? And it's not really what Hallmark movies are for. It's for like every woman ever. Like they're, um, and that's what this is. Like Hallmark movies are designed to give pretty much anyone um, those like Christmas good time feels like i don't think yeah i would think maybe 17 year olds will watch this but really the core market is like 30 to 50 year olds but honestly, is it for every woman ever then. but you're is not, it you're for- not 30 yet that's why you don't like 
But is it for every woman ever, or is it for every white woman ever? Probably. No, well, it is definitely for every white woman def- ever. Every white woman ever. Sorry, I should have been more specific. Um, though there are like not every privileged there- white woman. Yes. Sorry. Well, most white women I know, even if they're not as privileged, still love Hallmark movies. North American white women. <laughs> That's a, uh, With their guest houses and uh, in, in the back. And, <laughs> because it could uh, happen to them, Tom. That's just like their reality, maybe. You never know when you a knight might know. show up at your door. I really don't want a knight showing up at my door. He wouldn't <laughs> be able to enter Fort Knox anyway. <laughs> Especially not with a Christmas tree. Never mind. I guess anyone who has a, a last comment before we move into the judgment? I'm so happy they got a real Christmas tree, though. Instead of that ugly white thing. Is that an American thing? Like, why do you have fake yes. white Christmas trees? It exists. They exist. They're very popular. My dad I don't wants know. one. He's not allowed to by my mom. Good. I don't think <laughs> Marty doesn't allow real Christmas trees in his apartment anymore. After not, the incident. Well, I, I, I do, just not when you guys are around. Okay. <laughs> so, cool. Anyway, there's let's a, move on. There's a story there. A story which there. We're not allowed to talk about. No, let's move on. I think it's time for the judgment. It's time to meet your judgment. Stick, bump, or bust. So, just to quickly recap how it works is we have a stick, bump, or bust. You decide which one. Stick. This is definitely a 5.5. It deserves that prestigious title. It's a bump. Which means that this is uh, this is way better. This this deserves at least five point six. Or bust. This movie is definitely not a five point five. So let's start for, to the left of me, Beata. Where are we at? Oh my god, I haven't even. I don't know. Is it a stick? Is it a bump? Maybe. I think I might have to bump this movie because, like, if I shed a tear because like it was cute, then I have to give it a bump, right? That's true. So there we go. We start out with a. With a bump, yeah, Katie, it's a bump. Who had? Who would have thought that? Yeah, I know, it's crazy. <laughs> Next up, Tom, what do you think? I'm going to stick it. Stick it. I think this is a five point five classic. It's something to put on over the holidays. You, you've, you'll have a good old cringe, and you'll have a Maybe a little chuckle along the way, but I think it's a perfect 5.5 movie. Perfect. There we go. So we have a bump. We have a stick. It can go anywhere. Amanda, where are you taking us? As someone who has seen this movie twice, I really feel like I'm an expert here. And I have to go with a stick. Um, it wasn't as cringeworthy as the first time I saw it. It, it, it grew on me for the second time. Um but I agree with Tom. This is like classic 5.5. This is, I, 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 I can't even give it a 5.6, but it's perfect 5.5 territory. So we have a bump and two sticks. So, Monica, do you want to go first or should I? Whatever you prefer. Whatever I prefer, okay. I will have to say that I have to stick it as well because I, I, I loved it. I loved it so much that I was like, you know what? I, I wouldn't under normal circumstances I would probably bump this movie but this is just it's a 5.5 it's just you know you can't get around it in my opinion it it has a little bit of everything it's cringe worthy it, it's fun it's cute it, it has it has a little bit of everything it's a stick for me Monica 
this month. You did ask me on for a Christmas episode, right? And I really don't like Christmas. And he's not Heath Ledger. And honestly, what a shit show. It has to bust. Go away, movie, go away. So we have one bump and one bust. So they sort of, you know, uh, cancel each other out. And three sticks. So I think it sticks. This movie is a stick. It's a sticker. There we go. Well-deserved 5.5 crown. That is a good place to end, isn't it? We actually ended with a 5.5 rated movie on a podcast about 5.5 rated movies. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. That's what we had to to fulfill the criteria of a season finale, right? Yeah. Very predictable in the end. (laughs) It's it's in the title. (laughs) Exactly. So, yeah. So, this is the, 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 the season finale. We don't really know when the next... We know that there will be more. There will be a another season of 5.5. We just don't completely know when. Probably in 2021 at some point. But uh, if follow us. If we make us. it out of 2020. If we make it out of 2020. <laughs> that is, that is it will true. be March 678th or something. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we will definitely let you know when we'll be back. And we'll do that on our social media, where you can also send us your one-sentence reviews if you want to, right, Tom? Yeah, absolutely. You can find us on social media at 55reviews, and we have a website, 5.5.reviews. There we go. And Monica, thank you so much for joining on your favorite topic, Christmas. Um, if it, uh, There's something about, you, you do something, you do a podcast, right? Yeah, it's a tiny little unknown podcast with... Um, We've not been doing it for long, only for two years. So Amanda and I, who's also gladly hosting this podcast, we together are Geek Hearing and we do a critical geek culture podcast, basically, about all things feminist and geek shit and all the crazy good stuff. I, I like geek shit. Yeah. Geek shit. Geek Sign shit. me up for some geek shit this Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm way more down for that than for Christmas, but yay! So thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all so much for joining on this uh, podcast today. And happy holidays. (laughs) Marty's got to run. The police are coming. (laughs) (laughs) Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. (laughs) 